Welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Certified Financial Planner Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth LLC. In this podcast, we help individuals and couples plan for a peaceful and enjoyable retirement. Join us on this journey where we explore the importance of simplifying the retirement planning process as Stephen, with his years of experience and expertise in retirement income planning, along with guest experts, will help you achieve first wisdom, then wealth. And don't forget to check out the Simplify Your Retirement online course and other great resources at SimplifyYourRetirement.com. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? Good morning, Eric. It's great to be with you again. Man, I'm I'm excited. This is uh, your second guest in a row. Mm -hmm. And this one, I know. I know this guy. (laughs) He is fantastic. Paul Brock, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We're excited to be here today, Eric. Yeah, and, and for the audience, I've got to let you know that every time Stephen and I have gotten together to do podcasting together, Paul is there. Paul is helping Stephen out. He's obviously the right-hand man. He's got so much expertise uh, that he helps with this entire production. Not just It's not just Stephen and I sitting here talking. Right. Uh, Paul's there. and uh, Secretly but that's not behind. That's right. right. <laughs> Anyone who's a client of Wise Wealth will not be surprised if you're listening to this podcast to believe or to know that Paul is always there behind the scenes for me. That's right. Ignore the man behind the curtain kind of thing. <laughs> That's right. So, all right, Stephen. Well, uh, why did you bring him on the show today? Well, uh, I, I appreciate the question. I appreciate the uh, the introduction. You know, last time we talked about Social Security, which obviously is such a major component to retirement income planning. Another one is Medicare. And so Paul Brock graduated from Ozark Christian College in Joplin, Missouri. He has been in the insurance industry for over 16 years. Um, He has been working with Medicare for over uh, 10 years. He's also been uh, with Wise Wealth, the firm that uh, we started here in Kansas City, Missouri. He's been with me for the past 10 years as well. He's the vice president of Wise Wealth. He helps work with uh, hundreds of cases, uh, retirement income plan cases for clients each and every week. Um, He is also analytical. He's able to see the big picture, but at the same time, has a gift to make things simple and certainly has the heart of a teacher. We're glad to have him on our team at Wise Wealth. We're also glad to have him today as a guest on our podcast, the Simplify Retirement Podcast, to talk about Medicare. Paul, good to see you again. Uh, Glad to be here. I'm excited for this uh, show. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, I know you've taught our clients many times uh, in our Wise Wealth University we have here and Certainly uh, something that you have provided a lot of value to our clients over the years. And so, you know, as we always try to do on our show, we just want to give people the big picture. It's just like um, when we talked about Social Security last time, there's so many details. Uh, You know, first, we just have to start with the big picture. What are the most important things that people need to know? And so I'm going to ask you a few questions. I think that will help our audience today just to give them a general overview of Medicare and then, uh, obviously, as people you know need to meet or have specific questions, uh, they certainly can reach out to you. And you know, and I say that for real. You know, for example, I want I want people to know that I'm in I'm I'm insurance licensed. I'm securities licensed, and so is Paul. But Medicare is even a, even another 
you know, credential. It's, it's a separate certification each and every year you have to get relicensed to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And it's its own separate beast. It's its own separate animal. And so I pretty much stay out of that. Paul looks at it every year, gets recertified every year, retrained on the latest updates in Medicare. And so that's why he's going to be the, uh, the, the expert speaker here talking about Medicare. So Paul, um, why is the topic of Medicare so important to retirement income planning? Well, you know, it, it's probably one of the biggest expenditures overall for people in retirement. And, you know, it unlike Social Security, even though we heard last week, you know, Social Security, there's so many different choices, so many decisions to make. With Social Security, for the most part, once you make that choice, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, he talked a little bit about a do-over, but those are so rare and right. so unique and so off the wall that, I mean, it doesn't normally happen. Most people, you start social security, it's done. But with Medicare, this is something that everyone should review every single year. I mean, it is so important. We had met with someone just recently that if they didn't review, Mm -hmm. this would be the first year in eight years that their number one prescription they take is not covered. They wouldn't have known. Right. So for the last eight years, it was covered. Yeah. Next year wouldn't have been unless they got it reviewed. And this was somebody who he was doing this on behalf of her mother. Yeah. Right. You oh, know, yeah. One of those situations. So, but yeah, that's a very important point. I think a lot of people, like you said, you get to social security, you do a lot of analysis, you determine when you're going to take it. And it's really an irrevocable decision. Mm-hmm. So people should not make that mistake when it comes to Medicare. They should not assume, Hey, I've got, I've got a great plan and it might've been a great plan. It might've been the best plan for them at age 65. But this changes all the time. Rules change all the time. Benefits change all the time. Carriers change all the time. So you're mm-hmm. saying that every single year you should at least have your current plan reviewed. Yeah. And, and we'll talk a little bit more as we go through the show about the the two basic choices that people have yeah. as we simplify it. But the reality is it doesn't matter which choice you go with. There is something to review every single year. Okay. And so, yeah, what are, what are those? In other words, a lot of people think there's a lot of different choices when it comes to Medicare and it seems like there's a part A, B, D, you know, all, you know, the alphabet soup of Medicare choices, but how would you simplify or how can someone navigate all the choices that are available? Yeah. Well, at its core, uh, original Medicare is part A and part B. So when you look at those two, that is original Medicare, but it still leaves a lot of financial liability on the table for someone. So, most everyone understands that you should have something to go with original Medicare. And at the end of the day, there's really basically two choices for most people. Mm-hmm. You can either take a Medicare supplement with a prescription drug plan, or you can take a Medicare Advantage plan. And really everything that you see boils down to really those two choices, okay. a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage. It's so that simple. Everyone, everyone gets A and B. Yes. Part A and B. It's not really a decision you have to make. Well, you do have it, to sign up for it, but yes, as far that's as the original timing. Medicare. Yep. Okay, so if, whenever you do sign up for it, you get A and B. Then people have one of two roads they can take. They can take a Medicare supplement plan or a Medicare mm-hmm. Advantage plan. Yep. So how would somebody know which road they should go on? What's the difference between the supplement plan versus the Advantage plan? Well, you know, in broad terms, when you look at a Medicare Advantage plan, Basically, a Medicare Advantage plan is one that has lower premiums and higher out-of-pocket. So, in a sense, you you're, you kind of pay-as-you-go type uh, service. Okay. And a lot of times, they might add extra benefits. 
versus a Medicare supplement typically has a higher premium, but a lot lower out of pocket. And so really it comes down to what is, what is retirement look like to you? We talk about that in the course, but what does retirement look like to you? Because that affects your Medicare choice as well. Are you going to travel? Are you not? Are you going to be a snowbird and live in different areas? Are you not? Because one is network driven, one is not. And so Mm -hmm. these are, these are important choices, but Medicare Advantage versus supplement, even at the end of the day, though, Mm -hmm. I'd say over someone's lifetime, they're probably going to spend about the same amount of money. Really? Okay. But you would say the Advantage plan has more unknown expenses potentially out there, whereas a supplement, you kind of have known or more more known expenses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as a budgeting standpoint goes, yes. And so I think, you know, that's important, you know, when we, when it comes to retirement income planning, one of the, there's, there's several components to it. One of them is trying to figure out how much income you need in retirement. And that, that number is based on what your, you know, what retirement looks like to you, what you're going to do, like you just said, traveling and so forth. And then also, you know, you put together a budget and this is the thing that I think a lot of people struggle with. One of the biggest questions we get is how in the world do we know what number to put in our budget for Medicare? You know what I mean? Is there a simple answer to that question? I mean, I guess, because you're saying now it depends if they do a supplement or an advantage plan, but would you give any advice to someone if they were, let's say, 50 years old and they're trying to put together a retirement income plan it's not going to start till age 65, what number do they budget for? Yeah. Well, as of right now, you know, what I tell people is I would budget $400 a month per person. Okay. And that's whether or not you take an advantage plan or a supplement. Okay. Because with the supplement, like we talked about there, it's kind of a more steady known expenses. You can budget it in there. You mm-hmm. know, some of the unknowns, of course, are prescription drug costs, but we built some into that number. Yep. But even with the Advantage plan, if you have lower premiums, maybe early on, you're not going to have as many expenses. But if you still are budgeting $400 a month and in yeah. a sense, saving money for future expenses. Yep that can help offset things in the future and kind of levelize your budget in a sense. So I would go with $400 a month per person. Yep. That's very good. Uh, So when you're doing your retirement income planning projections and how much income do I need in retirement? uh, Paul just said, you know, budget out, you can plan for $400 a month per person. So a couple is $800 a month, single person, 400 a month. And you know, that should cover you. And and I appreciate what you said there, because that was my next question. Does that depend on if that's a supplement plan or an advantage? Ultimately at the end of the, either way you go, that's pretty much a good number to budget should cover you. Yeah. And and of course, I mean, that's something that, you know, the farther down the road we should go, I might even lean a little more toward 450 a month now, just as the inflation has happened over the last 10 years. But it's something that you can review with someone in your area, yep. but definitely budget. That's a okay. good number to start with. You know, people that uh, know people who are on Social Security, I think they, they realize that, you know, some of their Medicare uh, associated costs comes out of their Social Security check. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to Social Security income, what, you know, to someone who doesn't know, is there, is there a cost to Part A? Is there a, car, a cost of Part B, the original Medi- is, you know, Medicare, as you called it, what portions of this come out of your Social Security check? Is it just Part A and Part B, or is it supplement or advantage plans? So as, as far as that goes, for most people that have Social Security, they're probably not going to pay for Part A. Okay. That, that little FICA line mm-hmm. on your uh, paycheck all those years helps mm-hmm. fund Part A. Okay. So for most people, they don't pay part A. They can be a cost, 
but most people I've ever talked to don't have a cost for Part A. Part B is where the money comes in. Right now, this year in 2020, it was 144 and okay. change. It's going to be 148 and change in 2021. That's a number the government sets every single year. Okay. So depending on when you get into it, all of that, that's that's where the cost can come in. But Part B will come out of your uh, Social Security check. Okay. One thing to know is IRMA, okay. I-R-M-M-A, that uh, income adjustment. Yes. If you make too much, though, you are going to pay more. And that's going to come out of your Part B check. Right. So, yeah, IRMA is one of those things that if, if you know what that means, and that is probably not a good thing. And the... So yeah, basically, like you just mentioned, everyone everyone pays the same Medicare Part B premium up to a certain amount of income. Mm-hmm. If you make over a certain amount of income, depends if you're sing- you know, filing singly or jointly, there's income limits that if you earn over that amount, then you're gonna be required to pay more in Part B premiums than you know the average person who retires that year. Mm-hmm. So that's important to, you know, to keep in mind that you know, really when from a income planning standpoint and withdrawals from IRAs and 401ks and those kinds of things, it really becomes important if you need extra income or taking extra withdrawals after age 65, you really have to look at the impact of your combined, you know, modified adjusted gross income because you may end up paying more Medicare Part B premiums in a future year and not know it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's even worse than that because it's two years looking back. So when yes. you start, so like for this year, 2020, it's based on what you earned in 2018. Mm. So if you're going to yeah. retire at 65, you've got to start thinking about this at 63. Mm-hmm. Yep, how much income you're going to have and what your Part mm-hmm. B premiums are going to be. And I guess it's the same for Part D, which is prescriptions, right? Yes. So that premium can go up based on your income from the two years previous. Yes, you can. So IRMA applies to both Part B mm-hmm. and Part D. Both. So when it comes to paying, let's say, for an Advantage plan or a supplement plan, do people pay that out of their own checking account like they would normally, like pay for health insurance? Does that come out of Social Security as well? So Social Security uh, allows you to take if there's a Medicare Advantage premium or a Part D premium, they allow you to take that out of your Social Security check. Okay. With the Medicare supplement, because it is issued through private insurance companies, you do pay that out of pocket. Okay, so So just a difference. It's a difference. And so that's why even when we do retirement income planning, we put the number in for the budget and we put in the full Social Security amount because where does it come from? It it varies, depends on it. But yeah, if you budget for it, and you budget the whole amount, then you, you absolutely doesn't matter where it comes from. Gotcha. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, when it comes to Social Security, when it comes to Medicare, when it comes to almost any sort of investment products that are out there, uh, we tend to be, you know, influenced by advertising. <laughs> and, you know, when I see advertisements, and of course, you always see them around this time of year. And so maybe you can explain to people why in the world, like it seems like uh, sometime in October to December, you know what I mean? We're seeing all kinds of ads and it dries up. Can't watch anything or listen to anything without hearing Medicare ads for, you know, certain periods of times of the year. But it does seem, you know, when I'm looking at these ads, when I'm watching them, it does seem that they tend to favor, you know, Medicare Advantage plans. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, things like that. So does that mean that a Medicare Advantage plan is normally the best option? Is that such a thing? Well, so there's there's two parts to what you talked yes. about. The first is why at a certain time of the year. And so there is an annual enrollment period that occurs from October 15th through to December 7th every year. 
that allows people to change their Medicare Advantage plan and prescription drug plan for the next year. Hmm. You do that maybe because prescriptions are covered one year and not the next. Doctors are in network one year and not the next. There'd be reasons to make changes, but that's when that happens. Hmm. As far as why Medicare Advantage seems to win out when it comes to advertising, really boils down to the laws. Because of the way the Medicare Advantage plans work and are backed by the government, there are specific laws around how it can be marketed. Hmm. And so I can't go to someone proactively and call them or knock on their door or talk to, strike up a conversation anywhere hmm. and talk to them about a Medicare Advantage plan or a prescription drug plan on my own. I'm not allowed to do that. Okay. You have to give me permission to do it. Okay. So the only way to get that permission is to advertise and have you respond to it. That doesn't happen on the Medicare supplement side of the world. So there's an unfair advantage in a sense yeah. for Medicare Advantage because all that that's how they get people to talk to so their about. hook is no premiums low premiums call us because it's the benefits. lowest possible yep. and then but when you call someone who is advertising a medical advantage plan they could actually show you a supplement plan they they could because then they have permission to talk to you because you're responding to their ad but yep. no one's going to respond to an ad that says hey you're going to pay slightly higher premiums <laughs> but lower cost over time then here, you can actually potentially have zero premiums. It sounds better to have zero premiums, yeah. but like you're saying, you might have more out-of-pocket costs. There's a lot of unknowns. You may end up paying the same amount, mm-hmm. but at least with a supplement plan, a lot of times you know what your max amount yeah. of pocket is. And, and, and again, you know, I, I look at these two Medicare options as, as we do with retirement income planning. There is no such thing as a bad product, mm-hmm. just a bad fit. So if you don't, where the bad fit comes in is if you pick a plan without understanding why you pick the plan you pick and how it works, Mm -hmm. that can very well be a bad fit. Right. But both plans are good. And if you take the approach of budgeting the same amount, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. then it really is a choice based on your lifestyle. Yeah. You know, but in other words, I mean, would you say that someone shouldn't, you know, most times in life, (laughs) you know, if I can buy, you know, this, you know, TV at this price at this location, I can buy this TV, same TV over here. I should, whichever's cheaper is the one I should actually take. And I know that people, obviously when they get close to retirement, they want, they don't want to spend a lot of money. They want to spend less money. You have more money for themselves. It may be tempting for someone to say, why wouldn't I just take the lowest monthly premium one? Is there one that is better than the other? Not necessarily better, but but it is important that first decision you make. Because depending on what you want to do, to give you a quick example, you can always go from a Medicare Advantage plan to a Medicare supplement. I mean, reverse Mm -hmm. that you can always go from a medicare supplement to a medicare advantage okay so if i pick a medicare supplement to start out with out of the gates at 65 i can every year during that annual enrollment period switch to a medicare supplement and i don't have underwriting i have to go through okay i'm guaranteed to be accepted but if i choose a medicare advantage out of the gates because i want the lowest premiums i don't want to pay for this the only way to go to a Medicare supplement later in life is to go through underwriting. Interesting. Through medical underwriting. And so later, that means one of three things can happen when you go through underwriting. You could get it just like you applied for. Mm-hmm. You could get it, but at a higher rate, or you could be denied coverage. 
Okay. That doesn't mean you lose coverage. You still have the Medicare, yeah, Medicare Advantage, Advantage. plan. Yep. But you don't always have that choice. So that first choice out of the gates in a sense mm -hmm. of which plan do I want long term? Mm -hmm. If you lean toward a supplement, you need to look at that choice early on, if not right out of the gates, mm -hmm. because that's when everyone gets their Willy yeah. Wonka golden ticket. They get their free pass from the government right. to get any plan regardless okay. of health history, regardless of insurance history. So you can move from a Medicare supplement plan to a Medicare Advantage plan, no medical underwriting. Correct. But if you want to move from a Medicare Advantage to a Medicare supplement, there may be some health questions that determine how much that's going to cost. Correct. And if you and whether or not you can get it at all. What about when you originally sign up for Medicare and you want a supplement plan at age 65? Is there, is there health underwriting for that one? Nope. And that's what I was saying about that golden ticket. I always tell clients it's yep. that Willy Wonka golden ticket in yep. a sense. When you, when you first go on Medicare, whether it's at age 65 or you delay it because you're still working okay. and then you go on Medicare Part B, mm -hmm. you get in a sense, a free pass. It's an open enrollment. Mm -hmm. You can get on any Medicare supplement plan that's available in your state at the time, and there is no underwriting. Can't be denied. You can't be denied. They can't hold anything against you. They can't use pre-existing. And it, okay. honestly, it doesn't even matter if you had insurance before. You okay. know, sometimes with insurance, if there's a lapse in insurance, you yep. can't get it. Yep. It doesn't matter when you first enroll. So that's why that choice is so important because okay. that's when you get that free pass. Gotcha. That's very good. Very helpful. And, you know, I think generally speaking, some people sometimes wonder, you know, as far as, you know, there's, there's a full retirement age for Social Security. Mm -hmm. Then there's the age for Medicare. Social Security is based on you can take it early, you can take it full retirement age, you take it later. Is that the same for Medicare? Do people need, is, is it always age 65 for everybody? I know there's probably some, there's always some, <laughs> You know, exclusions or, you know what I mean? But for the most part, doesn't everyone's age 65, is that right? For the most part, age 65 is when people are first eligible. Okay. To be eligible prior to that, it's going to be based on a disability. disability. Okay. Yep. So 65 is when you're first eligible. That doesn't mean that's when you have to take it. Mm -hmm. So if you're still working or you have employer coverage through you or your spouse, employees, you know, mm -hmm. you work for a company that has 20 or more employees, then you can delay it without okay. any penalty and take that choice later on down the road. But again, mm -hmm. whether or not that makes sense, yep. that's why you should talk to someone because sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't to delay it. Gotcha. So, but the other thing too, I think some people wonder, do you have to be on social security to get Medicare? Can you be on Medicare before you've even signed up for social security? So let's say I retire at 65, I wanna delay my social security, social security benefits to 70. Do I still take Medicare at age 65 and I can delay my social security to 70? You can certainly make those two choices independent of each other. Okay. One so, doesn't require the other. Yep. yep. So if Good. you are on social security though, let's say you take social security early, when you get 65, you will automatically be enrolled in Medicare. Okay. If you don't want it at 65, you have to decline it. Okay. If you're not on social security, then you have to proactively sign up for it. But yes, you okay. would do that and just pay your premiums, your part B premiums out of pocket. I okay, gotcha. You mentioned a second ago, and I want to make sure people understand as far as open enrollment period, um, the open enrollment period is for people who are already on Medicare. Is that correct? In other words, it doesn't matter when you turn 65. If you turn 65 in February, you don't wait till quote unquote open enrollment period in November. Right. So the first time you enroll, it's whenever you turn 65. Is that correct? Yeah. So 
Yeah, open enrollment in a sense is when you first turn 65, when you're first eligible, uh-huh. or when you first sign up for Part B. Okay. One of those two times. So All when right. you're fully on Medicare, that's kind of an open enrollment that can happen any time of the year. Okay. The annual enrollment period yep. or annual election okay. period yep. is the one that occurs from October 15th through December 7th, and that's for anyone okay. on Medicare. That's the part, uh, the period of time during the year is when you're saying people should look at it again. Yes, absolutely. It's October 15th to December 7th. Yep. So, you know, if, if people are watching TV, they probably won't see any ads for this on December 15th. All of a sudden, <laughs> of a sudden dries up. On no. October 15th to December 7th, you clarified that that's the annual... Annual enrollment period. Annual enrollment period where people can make changes. So I think it's very important as people listen to this to know, you know, your open enrollment, your first time signing up for it is when you turn 65 or whenever you sign up for Part B, as you, as you mentioned. Uh, but otherwise, you can make changes to it only during that you know month and a half or so period of time. Correct. Which is why everyone comes out of the woodwork trying to get people to change. But it's still important that people look at it. Um, certainly, you know, Paul mentioned uh, you know the way we you should always make these decisions is you know in the context of a plan with a consultation. You know, talking to a financial advisor. And certainly that's what we do at our firm, uh, Wise Wealth. And so speaking of retirement planning, you know, what what do you look at? What kind of conversations should people have um, to help make these decisions? Well, you know, it's so important. There's so much information out there. But just like we would talk about with someone making decisions for their retirement income plan and products they use to help them accomplish their goals, just because your neighbor or your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad have a certain plan doesn't mean it's the right plan for you. You need to really do the research and make sure that you understand how they work and choose the option that's best for you. So, Mm -hmm. but there are so many Mm -hmm. unique little one-off situations. Matters maybe what prescriptions you're on versus somebody else potentially. Yeah, you do need help. You do need help. Um, and, And, you know, when you're looking for help, you need to understand, just like in the investment world, there are people that are Medicare Advantage only people mm-hmm. in a sense. That's what they believe in. That's what they sell. There are people who are Medicare supplement only people who that's what they believe in. That's what they sell. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that are, in a sense, duly licensed. They, they believe in both Medicare Advantage yeah. and Medicare supplements. So you want someone who is independent. Mm-hmm. You want someone who's full service because there's a lot of different plans in everyone's area. Mm-hmm. So you want someone who can do any plan, mm-hmm. who doesn't have a you know a bias, a bias towards one, toward one yep. versus the other, but can help you pick what's right for you. Yep. That's what you want. That's excellent. I mean, you brought up a couple of very very good points there. You know, what I mean, in, in that uh, last section, just in regards to a lot of people make the mistake of. Hey, you know, you know, my my parents or my brother, he has this plan. He loves it. It's the best plan. And what we're saying to people, what you're saying to people is that may indeed be the best plan for your brother, but that does not mean it's the same for you. Mm-hmm. It is unique. It is based on your health, based on your history, your prescriptions, all the in your area, mm-hmm. even of the country. Yes. Uh, I think that's important. So you can't just find out who else everyone else is using and say, okay, I'm gonna use them. And that's a mistake that people make when it comes to Medicare. Mm-hmm. Uh, decisions is also a mistake people make sometimes when it comes to investing. We see that sometimes. Hey, you yeah. know, this investment worked out great for this person or this this way to handle, you know, retirement income retirement. It doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. You gotta make that decision, mm-hmm. you know, based on your situation, you know, firstly. Second of all, 
you know, we always tell people here when they come here, the only way to get objective advice is to talk to someone who has all the options available to them. Uh, in the investment world, some people are investment only. Some people are insurance only. We say go to someone who can do investments and insurance. You're going to get objective mm -hmm. advice. And you brought up a very good point, and that is a lot of people don't realize if they're talking to a quote-unquote Medicare specialist, some of them only do Medicare Advantage plans. Some of them only do supplement plans. And, you know, what we would recommend to everybody listening to this podcast is it doesn't mean either one of them are right or wrong. It just means that the, you're, you're not knowing if you're getting objective, unbiased advice unless you talk to someone who has the ability to look at both options and has the ability to offer either one of those options. And, and I would say one, one easy way to tell mm -hmm. if someone has a bias or is trying to steer you in a direction is when they use fear. Okay. Right. So, yeah. so, I mean, someone just had this happen to him recently. Okay. They told him I've made my decision. I'd met with him. We helped him. They knew why they made the decision they made. They told another broker, Hey, I, this is the direction we're going. And the broker tried using a fear tactic. Oh. oh, well, don't you realize? And he threw out some fancy term that no one ever talks about to try and scare them into doing something different. You should never make a decision yep. financially or for your healthcare out of fear. Very good point. And you know, the sad part about the industry in general, I know you know this, Paul, I know this, we know this just by being in the business for so long. And that is, uh, there are people that literally, you know, they just get licensed, they license people just for this one time a year. Mm -hmm. uh, they really have no experience necessarily sometimes with financial planning, or they just know how to go out and sell a particular product. And like you said, trying to get people to make decisions based on fear, maybe sometimes greed, they either have no experience or they're really novices when it comes to this. They, they're just product pushers. And mm -hmm. just in general, uh, that's not the best place to get advice. That's correct. And uh, Paul, I appreciate it very much. We're, we're glad to have you on this podcast today to talk about Medicare. You do a great job for our clients, any of our clients who are listening to the podcast, uh, you know, the experience that Paul has and the consultative approach that he takes. And so I'm glad to introduce him here to our audience here today, Eric, you know, and Paul is, you know, part of the Wisewell team. He is the vice president of our registered investment advisor firm called Wisewealth. Um, we certainly, you know, look at Medicare as a value add for our clients. You know, I'll be honest with you, it's not necessarily something that we just offer, you know, to the general public. We, we feel like we want to do this for our clients. And so it's part of an overall structure, overall package that we offer to our clients that, hey, we're going to look at this. Uh, we're going to look at Medicare options for you when you turn 65, but also we're going to look at it during this annual, you know, period of time that you can, you know, make changes potentially. Yeah, I'm going to say that if, if, Anybody listening to this is working with an advisor that doesn't have a specialist working with them closely, then they're not taking care of the whole person. And that's just my opinion. That's only my opinion. But bottom line is I've worked with uh, advisory firms for many, many years, many all across the country. And the ones that stand out and I really, really enjoyed working with were the ones that took care of people from birth to death, right? I mean- right everything that you need to deal with financially, how can you possibly have a clear picture of what you are going to be, how you're going to be living in retirement years if you don't have Social Security taken care of, if you don't have right. Medicare taken care of, and you right. guys have the experts on hand, um, I mean, in office for crying out loud. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. Yep. And I would encourage anybody. These are critical anybody. decisions. Yes. Sorry yes. about that, Eric. Yeah. These are critical decisions. These are critical times. It's at a time in life where people 
you know, especially as they get older, even cognitively or whatever, the, the, the decisions become more difficult and more confusing. And that's why you've got to be uh, with a firm, you know, or a specialist that you trust and uh, that you're getting the right advice and then trust them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just it was so funny when you were talking about uh, those those folks that get licensed just for this time of year. Mm-hmm. All I could picture was when I was a kid and, and we'd have parades. Uh, and at those parades, you know, the main feature was the parade, but you'd have all these little vendors walking up and down, selling balloons, selling all these little things. And they only show up when the parade right. is there, right? There, there's right. an event. Hey, let me show up and just sell some stuff. Right. Uh, and that's what it seems to be with these, yeah. these fly-by-night operations. Yeah. So True. I'm, I'm so glad that, Paul, I, I appreciate your time on the podcast. Again, I know you just barely scratched the surface of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know that you have contact information for folks that want to reach out. Um, can you give the website or phone number one more time for me? Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody who wants more information about our firm and, and getting the help they need with all these, all these decisions, retirement income planning, Medicare, Social Security, the website is wisewealth.com. It's W-I-S-E-W-E-A-L-T-H, wisewealth.com. Uh, you'll find Paul on our website. You can contact him directly if you want to, or you can just go to uh, the Contact Us page. Simplify Your Retirement online course. I do a little bit deeper dive into mm. Medicare. So the, the Medicare class on that is about 45 minutes yep. long and yeah, appreciate a lot it. more visual aspects to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm too. glad you brought that up. SimplifyYourRetirement.com. That's the name of our podcast as well. But yeah, we do have an online course people can take. Um, you know, we have over, you know, uh, 10 hours of video. One of those lessons is on Medicare. Obviously we go into more detail. Paul teaches that class. And so it's another, another great place to get more information. Fantastic guys. Great podcast today. Thank you so much for bringing this information forward. Thanks, Eric. You bet. And of course, last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the simplify your retirement podcast with Steven Strickland. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Steven comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And if you have any family members or friends that are getting closer to this age where they have to start considering these options, man, this is a great one to share. Please get them thinking about it because there are a lot of decisions to make and you have to make them in the right order. And that's what's specifically correct for you, like like both Stephen and Paul said. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Wise Wealth, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Simplify Your Retirement podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wise Wealth LLC or Simplify Your Retirement. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of a financial advisor or other qualified financial professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.